Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X studio, this is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back again to Northeast Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon, and we are at the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County on another beautiful spring day in Georgia. I have with me an amazing guest. Yes, I know all my guests are amazing because, well, they are. I have with me Mr. Randy Winfield of Winfield Realty Group. Randy, how in the world are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's a great day to be here. Isn't it? Every day is a good day. Randy, first and foremost, full disclosure, you are a good friend of the show. Known you guys for a long time, and I'm uh, honored to know you and privileged to be here. And and you were fighting for this radio, uh, for this podcast studio from the very beginning. Absolutely. We uh, we talked, as you know, numerous times about trying to find the You were the working spot. with me. That's for right. me. For me. Absolutely. You're a class guy, Randy Winfield. Go I ahead. tell my wife every day, maybe not every day, almost every day it counts, that when I grow up, I want to be Randy Winfield. Well, there you go. No pressure. You know, I, I think you might want to set your aspirations a little higher. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> that. So tell me, man, how, how long have you been a realtor? I have been a realtor going on 22 ye- oh, 21 years. 21 years. That's a long time to do anything. Yes, it is. You've seen some highs and lows, man. I have seen the market highs and lows a couple of times. 2008, 2009. It was brutal. Miserable. Miserable. Five years. We thought it was all going to be maybe a year or two. No. Five years. And then finally things came back around. Came back around and, and, you know, you see little dips here and there. And and now, you know, the market's been super strong. But a lot of people are talking about where the market's heading. So we'll find out. (laughs) I guess we will. (laughs) One way or another. Because, what, a year ago it was like rip your face off moving. It was... It was insane. It was nuts. It was nuts. You're getting, you know, blind offers. You're getting 20, 20 to 30 offers per house. Wow. All over asking price. And you, you were getting those within 24 hours. Yes. Of listing something. Absolutely. Sometimes, like, within hours. A couple hours. Man, it was crazy. <laughs> Care, it careful was, what you wish for. It was a lot to juggle. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was. And now, but how is the market now? It, it's definitely quieted down. It had to, it had to. Yeah, it, it went from that like rapid boil where it was just way overheated to kind of more of a normal market. It's still busy, still a lot of good activity, but it's it's more of a normal market. What I'll say now. But you are selling houses, absolutely. And uh, one of the houses we just listed last week just came in with a couple different offers when it under contract for over asking price. So we're seeing that it's about 23% of the market right now is are getting multiple offers on those properties. That's great. Yeah. Did you say above asking above asking price? You're still getting some of that. Some of that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's not, not universal, but you know, it's uh, for the right house in the right area. Location, location. It's all location. Now we're here. Obviously our studio here is in Jackson County, the city of Jefferson. Uh, what's going on in Jackson County? What's going on up here? Jackson County is one of the fastest growing counties in the nation. Whether we like it or not. Well, yeah, and with it comes good and oh yes, maybe not. 
uh, in some people's mind. But uh, Jackson County is the place to be. It is growing. It is it is just the place that people want to be. The people are moving here, and there's really nothing stopping them. Very little. Very little. Now, okay, that, that brings up another uh, question i got to ask you. How is, how is the supply? Are, are, are houses – are they building? Are builders building? Not necessarily in Jackson County, but definitely in Jackson County. In general, yes. The builders are building. So we are building. They And they continue to build, and they are unable to keep up with demand. Right now, it, it, there's some st- statistics out saying that if the builders built 50% more – houses it would take five years this is a national statistic sure. about five years for them to catch up just to demand wow yeah it's that out of whack well what happened in 2008 as you brought up right uh, the market crashed oh yeah builders withdrew mm-hmm. hugely in terms M- many of lost a lot they they went bankrupt yeah. they got out of the business they, they left went, town they yeah. they pulled up stakes yeah so it took a while before they felt comfortable building again so they're trying hard not to make that same mistake that's correct you got to respect them for that absolutely there's a lot lot at risk you know people think oh the builders are making a killing well yeah but you know during those bad times they lost millions they lost a killing yeah no they really did well that makes sense um in jackson county they're building right jackson county is building the the inventory is low but inventory is still low inventory is still low a balanced market somewhere five to six months right now uh on a national basis and somewhat locally about three months jackson county is a little less than that now are you seeing a big influx of people from out of state from everywhere out of state people moving from other counties here uh in the big behemoth gwinnett Right below Jackson. The G word. The G word. Yeah. They're moving here. People want to come to Jackson County. And they're, they're wanting to, to live, you know, in an area that's a little more rural, a little more laid mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. a little more just relaxed. Relaxed. Hey, I'm guilty. I moved here 24 years ago. And you love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's well, not to love? Well, the, the nice thing about the city of Jefferson, it's even to, even to this day, 24 years later, it reminds me of the small town I grew up in, which is no longer a small town. Right. A lot of people are yearning for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. I, th- I think I think there's a maybe – it may be unconscious, but um, there's a safety. It, it, it may just be – it may uh, be artificial, but it's a feeling of safety. It may not be real at all, but it feels that way. You're comfortable. If you're comfortable, you're safe. You're safe. You're comfortable – that's where you want to be. And you that perception is your reality. So perception is reality in my world anyway. Absolutely. And and people feel comfortable out here. It's a it's a very welcoming area. It's a great area to call home. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a nice place to go home to. Go home to. All right. Enough about that. You know, I praise Jackson County and City Jefferson all the time. There there'll be plenty more in the future. I gotta know about the man, Randy Winfield. I gotta know about the man. You've been doing this for 21 years. What did you do before you were a real estate agent? Well, interestingly enough, do, I was, we, do we want to bring that up? No, absolutely. It's okay, all, okay, it's okay. all part, of the, part of where what got me here. Okay. Uh, I was in corporate America, right. worked with a Fortune 100 company, wow. and uh, was in sales, sales management, that, that type of stuff. And on the side, I was doing selling my property. 
Okay. And I actually did, I sold one of my houses by writing a contract on carbon paper on a coffee room table. I hear you. I Got hear the you. house sold, took it to the attorney. Attorney, we got it closed. After closing, he pulls me aside and says, hey, who wrote this contract? I said, I did. He said, this is better than most real estate agents. Nice. So that was back in the mid-'80s. Right. And so that kind of always stu- stood with me in the back of my mind about, hey, this is something I might want to do one day, and never really thought about it. Got downsized. Uh, dot-com crash hit 2001. Oh, yeah. Had 150,000 people lose their jobs. After 13 rounds of cuts, finally got me. Wow. Out the door. I did outplacement, you know, counseling, mm-hmm. you know, advisement. Where should I go? What should I do? It all led to contracts, sales, negotiating, marketing, management, and real estate. So I jumped in and never looked back, and that was it. Nice, nice. Now, I've known you for a little while. One of the things that you concentrate on, and I'm I'm not blowing smoke. Hey, it's my show. I don't have to, right? (laughs) Right. You build relationships as good as anyone I know, and I mean that. I appreciate that. Thank Um, you. I like to think I do that, but then again, I get brownie points. I cash them in sometimes as fast as I get them. Building relationships. Randy, there are thousands of realtors. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably underestimating that. Okay? You've got to set yourself apart from all the others. You and, do. And be- you do. But you build the relationships to do it. It's key because I, I, I tell people that, first of all, you've got to know somebody. Once you know them, You've got to be able to like them to do business with them. Absolutely. But then you've got to be able to trust them. If you don't know them, you don't like them, and you don't trust them, you're not going to do business with them. That's right. So that's the premise which I build upon. It's like I'm not coming in for a quick kill. I'm not just trying to hand out business cards and let everybody know who I am. I'm trying to build that relationship. And in a genuine way, not just for the end goal of getting business, I want to know somebody. I want to learn about them, right. who they are, what they do, just who they are as a person. From there, maybe there's an opportunity. And if it does come about, great. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, I've gained a friend. Right. No, that's true. That's true. Your sphere of influence. Absolutely. It's huge. Yeah. And I think oftentimes the word network, we build our network. It doesn't always have to be business. Who gives no. us money or who we hand money to. No, not at all. Because, you know... You never know that relationship where that's going to come and play down the road. Right. That's an opportunity for you to help them. That's an opportunity for them to help you. It's an opportunity for something that you never know what's going to come down the road. And I can tell you story after story of people that 30 years comes comes around, they come back and they said, hey, do you remember this situation? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, I don't even believe you I don't know how you. It was important that. to them. It was important to them, and that's what mattered. That's right. Now, I hear that other agents actually may sort of kind of ask you to actually sell property of their own, of theirs. Yes, it's happened four times in my career where other agents who were licensed active agents came to me and said, "Will you help me sell my property?" And I'm like, "Okay, what's the catch?" And they're like. We want you because we know we can trust you to take care of us. That's the whole word. That's the key. You built the relationship. They trust you. And they know you. They like you. You got it going on, old man, I tell you. 
Yep, and uh, I hear you. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I hear you. I hear you. I, hey, I, I told everybody you're a friend of the show, and and what Randy Winfield says, folks, is gold. I, I'll just I'll throw that out there right now. You're a good man. No, nah, no, no. Y'all don't know me that well. No, I'm good. I'm a good podcast host. We'll stick with that. Hey, I'm going to jump around, folks. That's what we do. We got to keep it interesting. Your 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 bio, the guest guest information sheet. You mentioned home market value, appraisal value, and insured value. Elaborate a little bit on that market value of a home, the appraisal value, and then there's an insured value. Do all three of the, those those aren't the same number? Generally not. Here's what happens. Really? So, you know, the market value might be X for a particular house. Somebody comes in and offers that. Right. Well, they're willing to pay so much to get that house, particularly in this superheated market where they were paying way over it, asking it's worth, price. It's worth what someone will, will pay for it. Right. Right. Or, then, or not worth what. Or not. Right. Right. Then you have the appraiser come in. Well, the appraiser has a totally different opinion. He's not emotional. He's not involved in the transaction other than just to look at the numbers. So that you might be willing to pay, let's say, $50,000 more for a particular property right. than what the asking price is. But the appraiser might come in and say, hey, it's it's only worth what it was on the market right. for, or maybe $5,000 yeah, more. Leeway here and there. Yeah. A little bit of leeway. Yeah. Sometimes the appraiser will try to get to that value if they think it's reasonable. If not, they might not get there. Well, then there's insured value. So Somebody will come in. They'll say, "Well, I paid five hundred for a particular mm-hmm. house," and they get their home insured for what it was on the market for, or maybe what they paid for it. But in a few years, maybe they don't have enough coverage. Something happens tra- catastrophic to their house, and it burns down. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. By far. Yeah. Had a friend this happen to his house. It cost more than double the value of the house to tear it apart, rebuild it, and build it back. Wow. And if you don't have your insured value at the right value, if you just put it what it what you paid for it uh, and don't have replacement cost coverage and escalators in there to cover that, you get caught. And a lot of people don't realize that, so it's really important. I'm not asking you to give insurance advice or recommend, but is that something people should look at year to year or every few years? It probably wouldn't hurt. Helps have a good agent. Getting a a good real uh, a good insurance broker or insurance agent who understands that and is willing to look at with you on a periodic basis is probably advisable. I got you. I got you. Now, and and again, I don't want to get up up too far off topic. Appraisers. They're what's the right word? They they've got they've got a lot of restrictions. I don't think restrictions are the right word. They they can't just make numbers up to appease people. Oh gosh, no. Be, what is guideline? Guidelines not the right word. I don't know. They you have, see where I'm getting at here. Yeah, they have they have a lot of rules. Strict, strict, very strict. Is that the right word? Yeah, they they okay. have strict rules and guidelines. They definitely have to follow that are spelled out. Right. And you have to remember they're working for the bank. They're right. protecting the bank's investment. Right, right. So they're going to do what they they can do to make sure they find the value in that home. And if they can't, they're not going to put their, their name on it because it's going to come back to them. And when the, the market crashed back in 2008, Dodd-Frank 
uh, Act was put in place, thousand pages plus of mm-hmm. new rules for loaning money right. and, and lenders. So now if the appraiser says it's worth X and they come to find out they have to foreclose on that house and they realize that the value wasn't worth that, yeah. they're going to come back to that appraiser and he's going to be held accountable. There's liability. He or she's going to be held accountable. Well, there's for a, that. There was a lot of fraud with that 15 years ago, wasn't there? Oh, huge. I mean, that was a racket. It, it, you could just put a number on it. It didn't matter. Yeah. 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 Not, not, not the case anymore. Oh, rightfully so. Right, rightfully so. A lot of people don't understand that, though. Um, when they're buying or selling a house, the appraiser's coming out, the appraiser's coming out. They have no idea what that appraiser is or, 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 or can or cannot do. Right. They just, they just don't know. Yeah, and I won't say that appraisers uh, were um, intentional or devious or anything. But but there were some. There were some s- have gone to prison over that. Absolutely. And there were some that were complicit in it. Yeah. But I would say the majority of the folks were oh, of trying to do the right thing. Well, it's just like like real estate agents, you know. Most most of them are good, but in your case, you're great. And now some are really horrible. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> exactly. I get it. Hey, I those guys it. make me look really good. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> they say the same thing about podcast hosts. So. <laughs> Life changes, man. Life changes. How does that affect? How does that affect the, the real estate world, or maybe? I guess life changes. People have to sell one home, buy another, things like that. Yeah, there's, you know, as we go through life, we end up, you know, we get out of school, we get a job, we buy a house, have a family. Right. You know, maybe having children. Children grow up, they get out of high school, they get out of college, and now all of a sudden you've got this extra space. Uh, maybe you have an in-law. Oh, yeah. Or parent that needs to move in. Been yeah. down that road. Yeah, been down that road. Yeah, we've seen that. We've seen that. <laughs> and so, you know, it's it's all these these major life events that as you go through life, it's it's it could be a trigger for, hey, is it time to sell, time to renovate, time to purchase something new and different? Um, you know, let's face it, as people get older, you know, I've seen with my older clients that, you know, they have these two-story houses and they're just echoing in there because it's just two people in this right, lot of right. space they're going hey my knees can't take going up and down the stairs anymore i'm not i just don't want to do that so they're they want to move to one level living i got you you know so there's there's a number of these things that i always try to watch out for as i'm talking with my clients and what are they saying and what's important what's going on in their life and what are those life events that they're faced with that may be something for us to be thinking about mm-hmm. for them is, is it time for a change or is it simply time to renovate a place? I got you. I got you. Isn't it amazing? Listening is one of the most important gifts we've been given if we're willing to listen. Ain't that crazy? It, it is. It's a simple <laughs> thing, folks. And I'm still learning that. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I am too. I am too. Uh, before we get out of here, I got I to gotta ask you about, and if I'm out kicking the coverage here, just tell me. Radon gas. Do you deal with that? You're an agent. Yes. Uh, Randy, I remember the big radon scares of the 80s when I was a little kid. Um, of course, we're at the foothills of Stone Mountain, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Granite. There's granite all through northeast Georgia. I know radon gas is real. Is, is it a concern? Are you bumping up against that? when you're dealing with buying and selling homes. Yes. 
first thing I'll say is not only am I running into it, but I also highly recommend. Do you? And, no, I did not know that. And I will tell you a story on that. I'll be brief on it. No, but, no, no. Take but, your time. But the, the uh, radon gas is a real thing. It does happen. I encourage anybody that is looking to buy or sell, get a radon test. Okay. Even if you've been in your home for a long time and you're just curious, hey, reach out to me. I'll get you a free radon kit just so you can test is it. Is it that easy? Yeah. How about that? Yeah, it's a little canister. It has some carbon in it. You put it out on the shelf and let it sit for a period of time, put the cap on it, you pay a little fee, and it goes off to a lab. They test and it. And they test it, and they'll send you back the results. Yeah. So, But the story I've got for you on this. Yeah. My uh, sister-in-law, uh, brother, were coming back. They're purchasing a house. Um, did tests on it. Radon level came back super high. And this was a situation where we were dealing with basically a for sale by owner. Okay. So came back to the owner uh, who was uh, an, an executor of an estate for her parents. Mm -hmm. The parents built the house, lived there. They're pretty much really long term. And so I brought the uh, radon test results back to them and said, we'd like you to remediate and install a system. They said, we're not going to do that. And I said, do you understand what radon is? And as I explained it to them, shared with them what it was, she got real quiet. Uh-oh. And I'm like, I I'm sorry. I said, is there something I said that's yeah. bothering you? And, you know, yeah. would you like to talk about it? She said, yes. said, both of my parents died of lung cancer. Yep. And neither one of them were smokers. They weren't smokers. She immediately correlated the radon in the house to the death and the reality set in with her that it's possible. A good chance. A good chance that that might have been what took her parents' life. Wow. So No wonder you take it so seriously. I do. And it's, it's one of those where um, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. You know, and you could easily have a lot of people just say, hey, it's not a big deal. It's not going to affect me. Maybe, maybe not. But right, you right. know what? At least you know. I mean, what, what you mentioned a small fee, hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars. So to get a radon test done just on a standalone basis probably is in a couple hundred dollar range. A couple hundred dollars. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We're talking less than probably less than 300 bucks. Do it every few years. Um, you know, the, the recommendation is to do it on a periodic basis. You right. know, it's every few years probably is probably fine. Gotcha. Yeah. And the other thing about radon, too, a lot of people say, oh, my next door neighbor, they had it tested and there's no problem. So I'm not going to test mine. That means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Right. It's completely random. Because it is the decaying of granite, is it not? It is. It's a it's an off gassing, yeah. and it occurs naturally in the environment. Yeah. yeah. And the reason why it's a problem in a house is because it stays closed up, and it kind of captures that. We gas. build a box over it. We build a box over it. Yeah. Exactly. And it comes up through the foundation. Yep. And it doesn't matter whether you have a basement or a crawl space or no basement at all. Or a slab, right? Or a slab, because people say, "Oh, well, I don't have a basement. It doesn't matter." I hear agents say that all the time. Do you really? And it makes me cringe because they don't know what they're talking about. How about that. As long as there's a floor over it, then it's, there's it's going to trap anything. It it can come through it. Yeah, yeah. It traps. It builds up, and then boom, it's gonna it's gonna find like path of least resistance. It's gonna exactly. find a way. It'll find air gaps and get through. How about that? Well, there you go, folks. Randy Winfield takes radon testing very seriously, and rightfully so. Man, I thought I knew everything about you.
I guess not. not. There's there's a lot more. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) We'll have to have you back in. Randy, what did we miss? What what else do the folks need to know? Um, You know, just about our business in general, we take it very serious. You know, we we want to do the best, absolute best for our clients. The key for us is not just jamming them into a house just so we can close a deal. The key for us is taking the time to make sure that we've got the right property for them. Gotcha. And, and then on the flip side, if they're selling, we want to advise them. Right. We want to give them the best advice we can give them and let them know what potential pitfalls we see that might come along mm-hmm. during that process and represent them to the absolute best of our ability and negotiate for every dollar that we can. I literally have gone to the closing table and found a $10 error on a closing settlement statement and stopped the closing and made the attorney correct. I don't blame you. I would too. It's their $10. Darn right it is. Yeah. Now, no. you've, got, you've got a few agents working with you. Do. We have several okay. agents working with okay. us and okay. uh, experience. They know what they're doing and uh, nice. enjoy, I'm honored to have them. Awesome. We should have had them in here telling Randy stories. I'm just saying. Oh, there. <laughs> that might be a different show. That might be. A, <laughs> we may not do that one here. Randy, thank you so much for coming in. Um, you're a cool dude. I mean, you're just cool. That's just all there is to it. Thank you, my friend. I'm so glad to be here. I'm honored to be on the show, and, and thank you for the opportunity. Anytime. You know you are always welcome. And, uh, heck, just show up, man. Oh, there's my music. We got to get out of here, folks. Thank you so much for listening, Northeast Georgia Business Radio X. Give Mr. Winfield a a call or go to his website, winfieldrealtygroup.com, winfieldrealtygroup.com. I'm Tom Sheldon. Talk to you soon.